Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. I know your stance on it, and and I really hope that you do understand my stance. Uh, it's not that I don't like Baker. It's that he's been inconsistent through his entire career. Uh, this is here, actually. I can do you this. Caught, you, you caught me at a good time, actually. You caught me in the morning. I haven't been awake long enough to... Uh, have anyone pissed me off? So, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't really, I can't argue. Okay. So, so is that what we're doing today? Is that what you want to do? So that's, that's where we're at right now. Okay. We're, we're already, we're already into a show. We are, I we are just moving forward, man. I got you. Um, uh, I'll, uh, uh, for the listeners, I will actually post the, uh, the, the picture that Ryan sent me to the Facebook page uh, and uh, to refute some of the things that he said, I have brought up PFF. We love PFF here. They they're, they're fabulous career offensive grades for Baker Mayfield. Now oh, you already had it ready. You, you had it ready to go. <laughs> I was funny. Isn't that funny? I was rip roaring ready to go. I knew what this show was going to be about today. Okay. Okay. Now we look at this 2018. They gave him an 83.2. Why? Because he came in in the middle of the season and he actually saved the Cleveland Browns. Freddie kitchens here. 74. I'm actually surprised that it's a 74.4. Me too. Um, I, I thought it would be a heck of a lot lower than that. Uh, the next year, 85.7. And so far for this year, now it, you can't take this year's stats. You, you just can't. They, they played two games. <laughs> what do you mean? You, what do you mean you can't? The guys throw nine incompletions. It's, it, I mean, 
That that's not something. Well, it, it, I, there's we're only two games in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but can we at least acknowledge that through two games he's thrown forty nine passes and only nine incompletions? Can you please just can you please just acknowledge that? Sure, I can acknowledge that. I mean, you hear the dogs barking in the background. But can you not? I, I can I can hear the dogs. I can hear the dogs. I can hear everyone barking right now. The fact is the fact he has never put two consecutive seasons together. This is his opportunity to prove that. And I'm telling you right now, Cleveland, if he pulls this off, you're paying $44 million to this kid. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with that because he, he will be. have earned it. But I believe that you need to earn your pay, unlike Jared Goff, who got $33 million for nothing. Yeah, he's not playing bad right now in Detroit. He's playing better in Detroit than he was playing in L.A. But I would agree. The sad fact is that L.A. is in a better position now with Goff gone than they were when he was there. Isn't that funny how that works? You know, it's the NFL has always been a, a, a business that is based on, on performance. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of jobs like that. Like, like you could go out and become a, a mailman that there's really not any performance to that. You drive a truck, you stick mail in people's, and and then you go home. You stick mail in the mail hole. <laughs> in the mail hole, man. It goes right in the mail hole. Stick it in the slot and don't play with it. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I like I said, it Cleveland is going to be a different team after this season. We're either going to put all of our money in on Baker Mayfield or they'll franchise them for two years like like Dak Prescott and figure out what's going on then. Being franchised, being franchised. I I know you do. I'm glad that you love him. Pay him now, right now. (laughs) It's just not he he's he's not there yet i i don't i don't see how you can say that mm-hmm. i just i i don't i just don't get it i re- i really don't i don't get how you can say that uh want a playoff game at heinz field if i might add i i uh went, went head to head with the reigning defending super bowl champion kansas city chiefs at Arrowhead and lost came down to the, came down to the wire though, man came down to the wire, came down to the final possession. The, uh, and and that's all you can ask for the Pittsburgh thing. Um, you, you could tell last year, the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's just not Pittsburgh right now. Uh, you know, that kind of leads us into the, 
the next thing that I wanted to talk about, because this has been a very, very strange uh, season. Injuries are just rampant right now. We, we just lost Jarvis Landry. Uh, uh, McCaffrey last, last night was, I, I mean, torn hamstring. We're not going to see him for, for at least four to six weeks. No, I think they said two to three. I think it's just oh. a strained hamstring. I could be – let me check on that. But I believe they said it was strained hamstring. He'll be out two to three weeks. No, uh, Odell's still not back. Um, we, we lost Carson Wentz, which it, in preseason once again. Uh, injuries, just a ton of injuries this year. And uh, I, I'm not – I know that we had a discussion about this about a week ago, but I'm starting to really get to the point of being upset with, with the tackling roles that we have right now. This, this targeting the knees is, is killing people. Uh, McCaffrey, I, I, I understand he got hit. He got hit when you get hit several times in the same spot that loosens up that tissue and causes it to become a little bit more fragile. All these people are tackling from the waist down. How do you fix this? I think that, I think that this rule needs to be that they have, they have fine print rules in the league, which I understand they have to. This is not a fine print go by, you know, a, a definition foul, in my opinion. Get rid of the the get rid of the methods, the theories that you've been trying, go back to the old way, and just make it a judgment call by the official. If you think it's a malicious hit, if you think it's quote head to head, or if you think that he's quote targeting then that's a judgment call there should be no dictionary there should be no fine print definition of well the helmet led but blah 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 the helmet hit the crown da 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 i don't care we all know with our two eyes what's right and what's wrong what's accidental what's not okay you're in the national football league you're gonna get bumped you're gonna get bruised but i think you're right them changing these rules is only making it worse because now you see way too many knee injuries, way too many lower body injuries, way more than you used to. Back then, it used to be like, wow, damn, we just lost Adrian Peterson for the year. We just lost Tom Brady for the year. Now anymore, it's like expected. Do you know how many times – I was at the game last week. Do you know how many times they stopped play because there was a guy injured on the field? No. No, because they don't show it on TV. At least 10. At least uh, 10 times. It's, and, and, and you're seeing a lot of these injuries are, are more tendon-related. I mean, the Achilles. How many people have we seen go out with Achilles problems now? I mean, wasn't that Grant Delpit's? Thing last year he he blew out his achilles um i can't or was that it was i think it was or was that Jaderic will uh or uh 
Wills Somebody, was, I think Wills was the Achilles. Somebody blew out their Achilles last year. Um, yeah, he had an ankle injury. Um, just says ankle injury though. So I don't know if it was Achilles or, or what, but yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. It's just, it's completely, it's just not the same. It's not the same. You did not see this week to week. You know what I mean? Like I'm checking my fantasy football team week to week. Like, Oh, who's, who's hurt? <laughs> Who, who's out? Who's not playing this week? <laughs> now they did say, they did say that um, Odell is expected to play versus the Bears, but they're not making anything official. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm not really surprised by that. By them not making it official or by Odell expected to play? Because I expected Odell to play as soon as I heard Jarvis was out for three weeks. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, I think, all of this comes down to the whole Jarvis Landry thing. You, you, you need to have that, uh, that weapon out there, any weapon, you know, uh, if you lose somebody like Jarvis, I think who, Odell, I think Odell's been, I think Odell's been ready. You know, I just think, they've been being cautious with them. So now it's the perfect time to, to step them in and, and play. But I get why they would want to not be um, outspoken about it and say, yeah, well, he's going to play because that kind of, you know, bit them in the ass at the beginning of the season. Right. Now, can you still hear me? I couldn't there for a second, but I can now. You're, you were, well, I could hear you, but you were sounded like a robot and you were coming in like three seconds after your mouth was moving. Yeah. Something, something has just gone very, very wonky. Okay, wait, here we go. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, I, I think that, that the Jarvis thing is the biggest reason why. I, I was starting to think after the second week, well, after the first week, really, that maybe they were going to hold off on Odell till like the to like week six because that would totally throw a wrench into everyone's game plan for the, for Cleveland and, and Cleveland was really holding their own without him out there. But I think at this point in time, the cat's out of the bag and losing Jarvis is, is, uh, it's going to force him to, to go out and play. Now, what, what is the NFL? I was trying to bring up the NFL injury list. Sure. <laughs> To see you who guys, all is hers. I don't have I, I don't have all day, man. I you know you you said about you said about an hour. Uh yeah, I mean this this will only this will only be an hour. Come on. Uh ESPN has an NFL injury list that is not up to date. We're good for that. That's I, I'm I'm so proud of. Okay, wait, yeah, because they still have Jadavian Clowney listed here as questionable. It's a the official latest. There we go. NFL for week three injury list. Uh, 
Let's go to the Cleveland Browns list. Okay. We have the Bears this weekend. Mm-hmm. Da Bears. Da Bears. Uh, as, as far as as the Cleveland Browns go, are, are you ready for this? Malcolm Smith, full participation in practice, but is still on the questionable list. Uh, Sion Takitaki did not practice. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr., full practice. Mm-hmm. Jack Conklin, limited. Mm-hmm. Tony Fields did not practice. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is now on the list. Mm-hmm. But it does say full participation. Chris Hubbard did not practice. Mm-hmm. JOK limited practice. Mm. Jadavian Clowney limited practice. Joel Batonio mm. limited practice. Jaderic mm. Wills did not practice again this week. Mm. Anthony Schwartz full practice. JC Trotter did not practice. So, mm. so we're looking at most likely having a rookie center, which scares me a little bit, but the whole uh, linebacker, the whole linebacker core is, is on that list. Oh oh yeah. I mean, it's linebacker, 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 linebacker. There's four linebackers on this list. Man, (laughs) man. Oh man. Oh man. Now I'm, 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 yeah. I, like I said, there's, there's definitely some positives here. Odell Beckham was full participation in practice. But Taki Taki, man, I'd, that, that kid's been great since he, since he got here. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jeremiah Koromoa, right, being limited in practice kind of makes me a little bit nervous. Um, he's worth everything that we, we got for him. Now, on the other side of the field, you have, uh, well, Jimmy Graham actually participated. Andy Dalton's out. Uh, Darnell Mooney, limited. Eddie Goldman, limited. So, uh, Goodwin, full practice. So, they have one wide receiver that did full practice, another wide receiver that was limited. Uh, and that's about it. That's all they're missing. Oh, Akeem Hicks is not going to play. Did not participate. So, uh, what what is your uh, thoughts on the Cincinnati, or I mean the Chicago Cleveland game? I think I think Chicago is going to have a spark with Justin Fields in his first start, and there's not going to be. You know, uh, any tape on him, kind of hard to defend him in the first game. But the Bears O-line is atrocious. It's one of the worst in the league. Mm-hmm. So the Browns front seven, I think, is going to overpower that. The thing about the Bears, so that's the that's the pro side of things for Cleveland. The pro side of things for Chicago is they are a run-stopping machine they've allowed 71 
yards on average through the first two games. So with Cleveland having offensive line issues, running the ball is their strong suit. It's not going to be as strong this week. I still think that great they break that 71-yard barrier and the Bears are going to give up the most yards that they have. Browns are going to rush for 100 yards. I know that. But the thing about it is Browns, I think, ultimately will have the answer for that. The Bears, however, will not have the answer. And I don't see how the Bears, maybe Justin Fields gets into the end zone one time. But other than that, I can't see the Bears scoring. I do believe that this is going to be, uh, well, Justin Fields, like the kid and all, but this is his first game in the NFL. And you're going up against one of the toughest offenses as well as a defense that if you have to work hard to get into the secondary with this defense. And I think he's going to get totally flubbed up in this. Uh, He's going to be butthurt after about the first five minutes. And, and I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to, I don't, I don't think they're going to, um, I don't think they're going to make it. Um, I'm going to stick with just a few teams in the AFC that I really wanted to discuss. And, and one of those is arch rival Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going up against the Bengals in Pittsburgh, but the, the injury list from, from Pittsburgh is pretty massive. Yep. Uh, Deontay Johnson didn't participate. Ben Roethlisberger was limited, but we saw in the game last last week that he 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 can't even throw right now. He's banged up. It's so early. I mean, we talked about this. We we said that. The Steelers are are going to go as far as Ben's body will take them. And I thought that it would go at least halfway through the season. I don't it's, – it's only week three. It's week three, and they're already dealing with this. Week three uh, – well, it, and looking at this, they've, they've got four linebackers on the injury list, and two of them didn't practice this week. You hear that? Dogs are barking. Uh, that's going to be, I, I really think that this is Joe Burrow's chance to, I think, I think the Bengals are going to pull off a win here um, in Pittsburgh. I don't think, I, it's do gonna, too. I don't think it's going to be a shutout, but I think, I think Pittsburgh's going to be held to just field goals. I, I don't think that they can score a touchdown with what they've got on the, the field right now. But Got a quarterback that can't throw past 10 yards. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, the defense for Pittsburgh should – I mean, they should they should give Joe Burrow some fits, but I'm with you, man. I think I think Cincinnati's going to pull off the upset here. And I don't even see it as a huge upset. Yeah. Um, Chargers in Kansas City. My favorite. Uh, I am. I, I I don't even. After what happened last week, I honestly believe the Chargers have a chance to win this game. Uh, I I said before the season started, everyone needs to watch out for the Chargers. The 
they they've got a they've got a team that's that's kind of that dark horse uh but i i'm i'm really kind of starting to lean towards the chargers in this game even though it's at kansas city i am too i talked about it this morning on the burley gunner show the chargers it, it, it all makes sense it all makes sense kansas city even though yes they do have you know they have the better quarterback patrick mahomes they have uh, the better receiver, Tyreek Hill, right. They have the better tight end, uh, Travis Kelsey, right. Got that. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. That's all That's all they have better than the Chargers. That is all they have. And when you think about that, Justin Herbert is putting up comparable numbers equal to Patrick Mahomes right now. Keenan Allen, he's no Tyreek Hill, but Keenan Allen is uh, paired with Mike Williams, and a very good offensive unit who can run the football. Kansas City cannot run the football. Kansas City doesn't have a defense. You know who does have a defense? Chargers. Chargers have a defense. And the Chargers, in fact, have the fourth best ranked defense when it comes to giving up passing yards. What does that mean? That means that that's a very good strong suit when you're going up against a team that relies on throwing the football. So – Patrick Mahomes is going to have his work cut out for him. The Chargers overall are a better team. They are the better team. And if the Chiefs are going to win this, it's going to be because Patrick Mahomes did a kick flip on a skateboard, ate a hot dog, did a 360, <laughs> spun around, and tossed the ball deep downfield to Tyreek Hill. And that's why, that's why he's magical. That's why he's one of the greatest. But the Chargers have run game. Chargers offense just as powerful as Kansas City. Defense is better. I, I think this is an upset. I I'm I'm looking. Okay, there are five players on the injury list for Kansas City. Uh, that is basically their defensive line. It's they're all on the list now. Three of them fully participated, but two of them didn't. So with their defense hurt like it is and not one person on the chargers offense is hurt they they've got their full first string yeah they're they're healthy ready to go i i think that this is going to end up being another close game for kansas city but they're going to be on the losing end of the stick and that's going to actually put a crap load of pressure on andy reed and Patrick Mahomes for the rest of the season. Oh yeah. Two losses back to back is not what Kansas City is used to. They've never done that in the month of September with Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, it's it's going to be a I don't even know what to say. I I think that this is going to be I think it's going to be the downfall for Kansas City. Washington this, is, this- this is my favorite game. That's my favorite game of the week. Um, I can't wait to, to see that, the Chargers and Kansas City. That is going to be one of the games that I actually watched this weekend. Uh, Washington versus the Bills. Mm. Now, normally, I, I don't let the word Washington come out of my mouth because there's really no use in talking about them. Their injury list only has two people on it. And they both participated. 
where the Bills have 10 people listed on the injury list, mm-hmm. uh, including Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, and Gabriel Davis, which means that three quarters of your wide receiver core are hurt. They should. I mean, this should. This is a. This is a revenge game for Buffalo. This is. You know, they they just blew out Miami, thirty-five nothing. Tua was injured, but I don't care. You beat a team thirty-five nothing. It doesn't matter if the backups are in or not. You're they're professionals. But the week before that, they lost at home, and that was a very highly anticipated game for Buffalo. And I yeah. could only imagine just being you know just being in Cleveland. It's very very similar. I'm sure never been to Buffalo. Um, can't believe I've never been to Buffalo. Actually, only three hours away. Got to get there. But I mean, a oh very gosh, highly anticipated Buffalo. I've never been to Buffalo. Can you believe that? After uh, everywhere I've been, everywhere I've traveled, I've never been to Buffalo. Three hours away. Yeah, I, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But 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 can you blame me? What's what's in Buffalo? <laughs> um. Niagara Falls. The Bills, the Bills, the Bills aren't even in Buffalo. Yeah, no, but the Bills aren't even in Buffalo. Niagara Falls is right there. Uh, <laughs> I thought the Niagara Falls was in like Arizona. No, no, that's the Grand Canyon you're thinking of. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. There's Niagara. Isn't Niagara Falls out west? No. Niagara Falls is four no. hours from Cleveland. No. Yes. I rode in the hatchback of a Honda CRX during college, the four hours to go visit uh, the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Wow. It is You're literally right. only four hours away from where you live. And the you Niagara have never Falls. taken your kids there. No. Oh, Mm-mm-mm. uh, when this pandemic thing is over, go to the Canadian side. There is a bunch of like amusement parks and all, all different kinds of stuff to go see. Anyways, I'm getting off a topic here. Next game, Ravens lions. Oh man. This one's a, this one was a tough game for me to actually sit and figure out what what's going to happen uh because they they actually put Lamar Jackson on the injury list this week that's this could be a, a closer game than what people think uh the lions have not been playing horrible they played the 49ers close they played the packers close in the first half you know they are 0 2 looking for their first win the Ravens have not looked impressive to me. The defense is just not looking impressive at all. Lamar Jackson doesn't I, – I mean, he doesn't have weapons. He just does not have weapons. He's got Hollywood, and that's it. Like, Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, the tight end, that's it. They don't – I just don't see any rep- weapons there. They're banged up. They're, they're – I think it's just going to be a bad year overall for the AFC North beside the Browns. I don't disagree with you on this. I think I think the Ravens, especially with them playing in Detroit, uh, and and really golf has not looked bad there. Um, 
you know, well, Matt Stafford really didn't look bad there when he was there. Uh, it's, I think this game, I think this game, the Lions. <laughs> nobody wants to root for the Lions, but I think that this is going to be a toss up. I mean, the Ravens have so many players hurt again. It's, it, I mean, cornerback Villanueva didn't practice this week, which is yeah. going to be huge for them because that's that's a huge part of that line. Uh, Ronnie Stanley didn't practice. There's two tackles right there. Uh, so I'm I'm. I, I think that I think the thing that's that's really got me a little bit nervous is that Lamar Jackson didn't practice this week, which for a quarterback, sometimes that's not something to worry about. He may still come out and play on on Sunday. But what is causing Lamar Jackson to not practice? He, I mean, he's just he's that's what happens. We've seen it with every quarterback who who runs the ball and doesn't use awareness like Russell Wilson. He's like the only one that this is just, I think he's just going to start deteriorating. His, you're not, your body's not meant to run around on grass and be tackled by 250, 300 pound men with shoulder pads and a helmet running at you full speed um, every Sunday. Like that is not what, the body is is supposed to do so guys like russell wilson who are alert they know when to get down they know when to throw the ball away they know when to run out of bounds they know just overall in general when to run the football lamar jackson gets the ball and when he's running it's nine times out of ten a designed run for him to purposely run he's a running back playing quarterback so over time I just think you're going to see him on the injury list more and more. And again, he doesn't have any weapons to help him out right now. Right. Kind of like Cam Newton when he was in Carolina. Literally no one. Greg Olson. Well, he's got Mark Andrews. So it's very similar. Can he come to the last game I wanted to kind of highlight? I, I think the, the rest of it is is kind of not worth discussing i mean who wants to talk about the eagles and the cowboys uh buccaneers versus the rams two yeah, two and oh teams can, can i speak about that for a second sure the um my birthday is on monday and the nfl greets me i'm like oh my birthday's on a monday great monday night football on my birthday that's perfect <laughs> well philadelphia Scumbag Eagles are going to play the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Yay! Great! What a joy, man. I get an NFC East matchup on my birthday. Highlight of the night. It's it's going to be fabulous, isn't it? I mean, even, even Amari Cooper's listed on the injury list. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Something better to do. Maybe I'll go play night golf. Buccaneers are playing at LA. Both teams are two and zero. Both teams have one, two, three. Only three people on the injury list. <laughs> These teams are extremely healthy right now. Um, 
I I love Tom Brady. I I have I I said this in the beginning when we first started talking. I think that this is the week of upsets. And I know everyone is pulling for the Buccaneers to win, but I think the Rams are going to take this. I don't. I uh, you, you can't you can't go 17 and 0 if you lose in week 3. Well, <laughs> In this league, how many people do you think are going to go 17 and 0? Well, considering this is one of the toughest games on the Buccaneers' schedule, if they get by the Rams, I mean, that's the team to do it. And what, how ironic would that be? The first year of a 17 game season, Tom Brady, of all people, goes 17 and 0 in now, his 63rd NFL season. I used to believe back in the eighties and even part of the nineties that that was possible. But Mike McCarthy, when he took over the green Bay Packers kind of ruined that for it. Actually, I guess Tony Dungy was kind of that the same way. Uh, you know, you, you could be going towards a shutout season and they're going to pack up their quarterback for the last three games. Don't care about losing them. You know, don't care about the record. And I think that's, I think that's Bruce Arians all the way that they're going to get to like 14 and zero, and he's going to be like, Tom's going to sit down because he doesn't have to work anymore. Yeah. I mean, why would you're right? They're not, they're not, that's not, I'm not saying that's what the bucks are trying to do. But if there's a team to go 17-0 this season, it's going to be the Bucs. They are the best team, and they are, they're they 2-0, and they haven't even been playing their best football. Like, right. they played they played abysmal, in my opinion, in week one and still came out on top over Dallas. And last week didn't play their best and still ended up, you know, routing Atlanta. So, they're, they're only going to get better. They're only going to get better as the season goes. It's the same team from last year. Not many not many teams can say that. Literally, the well, the, they're the only team in the National Football League that can say we literally returned everybody. Like, there's find someone that didn't come back. You can't. All right. We're about to go into something that I know you really want to talk about. <laughs> Baseball is coming to an end. <laughs> In the American League, we have Tampa Bay clinching. The White Sox have clinched. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Houston is has not clinched yet, but they're gonna. Which yeah, you leaves, can give it to them. Which leaves Boston, New York, and Toronto. Mm, for the mm, wild card man oh man this is don't forget you have seattle you have seattle who is right behind toronto and i guess the uh the uh chokeland pathetics would be um right below them at four games Uh, out but there don't you mean the las vegas athletics because i do believe that's where they'll be in about three years different Uh, discussion i think we can rule them out i just wanted to make the point that the mariners are only two games back but yeah i do agree i see where you're going with this this is my favorite topic right now to speak of that's not football related 
you've got the Red Sox, you've got the Yankees, you've got the Blue Jays. They are all within two games of each other, mm-hmm. two, only two spots left. So one of those teams, unfortunately, boom, you're done. You're not going to make the postseason, unfortunately. And at the beginning of the season, I had New York and I had Toronto in the postseason. I did not have Boston in the postseason. I think Boston is going to end up taking this over Toronto. Just my opinion. Toronto oh. lost Toronto lost last night while the Yankees, the Yankees didn't play. Okay. And right. Toronto lost to the Minnesota Twins. You just can't do that. It's especially uh... after the twin series. Guess who Toronto plays? Boom, the Yankees. So that's going to be – that's going to make make or break the, the whole entire thing. And tonight, New York plays Boston. I – this is – this is great. This, this is, is absolutely great. Uh, about about the All-Star break, I, I know that I said that I thought Boston was, was going to go all the way. I, I thought Boston was going to actually take the, the, the AL uh, – east and it didn't happen um but they are still in a better position than the new york yankees which makes me smile games, is, yep. you you have some of the best baseball happening tonight uh I, I I'm just I, this has been the closest wild card in probably four years, uh, and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, and, and what's what's crazy is is Cleveland's only ten point five games out; they could still make it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's head over to the National League. This is so. This is the absolute opposite. Right. Uh, you've got San Francisco clinched. You've got Milwaukee clinched. You've got the Dodgers clinching a wild card slot. Uh, they're, they're still fighting for their division. They are, I believe, one game back, uh, maybe two games back. Let me check that. They're one game out of the NL West. So that means so much because you're you're fighting for you're going to either play a series to start or you've got a one game and that's going to be more than likely against the Cardinals who have won 12 games in a row. Yes, they are one game back right now. Uh, and I don't even, I don't, do they play San Francisco again before? I believe so, yes. They will meet up. Let me double check that. They've got the Diamondbacks. They've got the Padres. And they have the Brewers. I'm sorry. They do not play San Francisco. That was San Francisco actually took the last game. I remember that San Francisco took the last game of that um, series um, for the season. I think the the Giants, I I don't know how, but unbelievably they are about to win 100 games maybe today, their 100th win. I didn't even have them making the playoffs. I can't, I cannot, I cannot explain the San Francisco Giants other than they are just a really good, and this might sound cliche, they are a really good team. 
They are a really good team. They, they put runners on, hit the ball with runners in scoring position, they play small ball, they move the runners the starters. They, they have no ego, they get home when they need to. The relievers are great, the bullpen is great. It's literally like you look through the lineup and you're like, all right, we've got Chris Bryant. After that, you're like, all right, Buster Posey's still hanging around. Brandon Belt, they got Brandon Crawford, but it's like the the stats. Nobody on that team is is just crushing the stat sheet. Nobody, but they all are above average, and that's why they win. And I think they're going to take this one. The wild card race, however, not fun. Not fun at all. It's actually but, it actually sucks. <laughs> the the wild card, St. Louis. St. Louis is going to take the second spot. I, I, I think Philadelphia is too far behind. It's, they're four and a half games out, so it's it's going to be the Dodgers and St. Louis, or it's or it's going to be who? Uh, it's no, it's it's the Cardinals. It's the it, Cardinals. the The Padres had their chance. The Padres had their chance. They're now six games back. They're they've won three out of their last ten games. They have the toughest schedule in the National League when it comes to the month of September. They've had to face the Astros. They, they, they're playing the Braves tonight. They've had to face the Dodgers. They've had to face the Giants. They're about to face the Dodgers again. They have to face the Giants again. It's, they're done. They, they're, it's, it's the injuries to the starting rotation and during the middle of the season took a toll on the bullpen because now they're starting bullpen guys every other day. It's just not there. The, the bats haven't really shown up in the month of September. Again, they, the Padres' schedule has been completely brutal. They have not caught a break the entire month of September besides the first game of the, of the month, September 1st, when they played the Diamondbacks, right. and they lost. That's just – and the Reds are losing games to the Pirates. They're losing games to the, the Cubs. The Phillies are – two games out of their division. So they have a better chance to win the NL East than they do coming back in the wild card. This yeah. is all Cardinals. The Cardinals I, I, faced the Cubs seven more times in, in the last 10 games, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the I Cubs, as you know, are right. one of the worst teams in the league. I, I, I think the, the other, the other su- surprising thing that happened in the national league besides besides the padres not making i i I was seriously thinking that the padres in the beginning of the season i thought they were going to take take the national league um but the milwaukee brewers i i didn't have them on my rate i mean i i thought of them as a good team i didn't think of them as as being almost as good as San Francisco, their record's 91 and 62. That's only eight games away from San Francisco. Uh, And they've already clinched. So yay for the Brewers, I guess. Um, I I really didn't see them as a power team this year, but... Do you know who the Brewers are? The... The Milwaukee Brewers are the 2016 Cleveland Indians. Yeah. They have the starting pitching that has led them all season long, okay? Because their lineup is not the best. But their lineup 
like the 2016 Indians with Lindor and, and Ramirez mm-hmm. has pop with guys like Adamas and Yelich. It, the bullpen has Hater, which is comparable to Andrew Miller. That team, I think, is very scary. I don't think they're going to get it done, though. No. Uh, San Francisco's just – it's a powerhouse team. It's a powerhouse team. I, I I did not see that at the beginning of the season. I mean, even three weeks ago, I think all of us said San Francisco was going to – they were going to fizzle out before this – I did. This yeah. Happened. I said it. And I've said it many times. It, it took me all, it took me until honestly, like last week to, to be able to say, all right, I guess they're just good. I, 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 I can't, I can't explain it. Like they, like the, sure. If they win 80 games, I'd be like, Oh yeah, whatever. That that's that I'd understand that they are on the verge to winning a hundred games today. A hundred yeah. games. <laughs> And then we still have games to play. It, well, not many though. Um, have 162 in the season. Uh, we got about 10 more games to go. 10 and to the Cardinals to might. The Cardinals more. might not lose another one. They, you can, you can go ahead and just chalk them in to play the Dodgers. Or the Giants. If the Dodgers end up beating the Giants out for the West, the Giants would unfortunately fall to the wild card spot. But you can put the Cardinals in there because they've won, they've won twelve in a row. They were losing last night four to nothing. They came back and won the ball game eight to five. They have the Cubs for four games. Then they have the Brewers who are going to be playing for absolutely nothing. Um, and then they have the Cubs again for three more. So ten games left. They have the Cubs, seven of them. That is just a gift from Major League Baseball. Uh, out of all this, and, and this is probably going to be the last thing that we talk about because we only got about five minutes left. Uh, out of all this, the $199 million team New York Mets. We haven't third, talked about them. Third Why? highest payroll in major league baseball and they ended up looking like a dysfunctional family this year uh (laughs) do you know that the indians have more wins than the new york mets (laughs) and and the indians are the lowest payroll of all the teams now I, I I do have to give your dad a little a, a few props with that. He he said, "Oh, this team's gonna be gonna be okay," and I kept saying, "This team's not gonna be okay at fifty million dollars salary." When when almost half, no, more than half of the teams are above a hundred thousand dollars, and they they did. They did fairly well for for forty eight million dollars. I'll, I'll say that. Um, this this Cleveland Browns team was not made to win a a World Series. The Mets team was made to win a World Series, and they're not even going to make it into the playoffs. They lost their ace, Jacob Degrom. 
but so did the Indians. They lost Shane Bieber, who mm-hmm. will make his he he makes his debut um, actually starting here very shortly. But um, or not his debut, but his return. But the Mets, man, that they, they they are below five hundred. They are <laughs> seven and a half games back in their division, third in their division behind the Phillies and the Braves. I called that, by the way. Um, and they are four and a half. Uh, no, sorry, they are ten games out of the wild card. They're done. They are done. <laughs> And they went out at the trade deadline and got Javier Baez. $200 million payroll. The only two teams that have a bigger payroll are the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yes. And they're they're not even going to make the playoffs. Let me paint you you a picture. Let me paint you a picture. Let's just say, so the Mets are done, right? Let's just say the Yankees don't make it into that wild card. Let's say the Blue Jays make it into the wild card. And then let's say the Dodgers get upset in that one-game wild card against Adam Wainwright and the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, one game. Let's say they get upset. That means when the brackets are released and we start official postseason playoff baseball, the three, the top three payrolls in the league would be discluded from that uh, bracket. Yes. I'm just painting a picture. Not saying that's going to happen. But the Cardinals, they're, they're, they've won 12 in a row. They might not lose a game until the postseason. And then that's, they might, they, they literally might beat the Dodgers. That's, that's what I've been thinking. That's on my radar. I, I think looking at the salaries is, is an important thing. But you also have to understand that a lot of these teams that have higher salaries – are because of players that have been around for a long time. You know, Cleveland being at $50 million, we will not see that again next year. As They're going to have to start paying players uh, or players are going to want to leave. They see 25 teams in in Major League Baseball paying over $100,000. People are going to want to get paid. And there's definitely some some talent on the Indians that deserve more than than a rookie paycheck. Right. Um, but the, these teams like the Yankees and, and the Dodgers and all that, they, they need to start looking at, at, at their older players and saying, we got to cut some, we got to trim some fat here, especially the Yankees. The Yankees almost almost 20% of their salary is, is players that are over 30 years old. Well, I mean, the Yankees just went out and anyone who can hit a home run, they said, here, we're going to pay you a ton of money here. I mean, that's what they did. They loaded their lineup with guys who hit home runs or strike out. And then, and then when, and I'm sitting here at the beginning of the season going, well, the Yankees are good. I think they're going to make a turnaround. They've, they've got the, the pitching that, to to keep them in it they've got the power obviously but they need some speed they need to add you know a little bit of fielding here and there and what do they do at the trade deadline they go out and they get two power bats that hit from the left-handed side like what in the hell is your deal why would you do that you you need someone who's who has speed everyone on your team looks like the incredible hawk it's a (laughs) 
<laughs> if you can't steal a base in this league, you're screwed. Uh, I mean, even DJ LeMahieu, who is who, who hits for contact, the dude's like six five. What's their what's their deal deal with playing? You know, it's like we're playing uh the Nintendo Nintendo Super Smash uh Mario baseball. All the characters are walking up there. You know, big meaty guys that look like the hawk sling, slinging them out. But that works. But you know when it doesn't work when they're striking out. You know, thirty forty percent of the time. Uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know exactly what the Yankees were thinking, uh, which is is why I I don't have them listed as as who I think is going to go to the World Series. Um. But you know, LA's really not not that much different than them. It's they're 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 spending money like it's nothing, and uh, they haven't really well well rounded their whole team. Uh, it's still it's. I'd love to have. I'd love to have that team here in Cleveland. Uh, but that's never going to happen. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so who do you think is going to end up picking all this up in the end? I think that the Dodgers, as long as they can make it out of the wild card game, as long as they make it out of the wild card, I think the Dodgers will reign again out of the National League, and they're going to play the White Sox. They're, uh, the White Sox, I think, is a no-brainer. I think they are the best team all around, uh, overall best team in the American League. They're better than the Rays. They're better than the Jays. They're better than the Yankees. They're better than Houston. They're going to get Houston in the first round. Probably going to be Houston home field advantage. But I'll tell you what, Houston bullpen, not like Chicago's. Houston's starting pitching, not like Chicago's. And Houston's lineup as a whole, not like Chicago. Chicago will likely be – um, favorites in that game, my opinion, um, on like, like to Vegas, they will be favored in that game to beat yeah. the Astros, regardless of seeding. I think Houston's going to take it out of the American League and they're going to play the Dodgers in the World Series. And I think, do I have to pick a winner yet? Because I really don't know. I just, those are the teams that I have going up in the World Series. Don't have to pick a winner yet. Uh, I, I'm thinking a little bit differently than you. Um, there are there are three teams in the National League looking at the possibility of breaking a hundred wins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are no teams in the American League looking at breaking a hundred wins. National League's gonna be tough as as all get out. Depending on how the brackets go, the Dodgers and San Francisco are gonna be your two teams that that I think make it make it to the end uh uh in the end i think san francisco is gonna take mm. the dodgers uh they've kind of been a dark horse all the way through this season but they've proven that they're they're tough as nails now in the american league i go a little bit differently as well i how 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 can you pick the White Sox? 
they have the they are they have the best lineup. They have the best starting rotation. They have the best. Okay, the Rays the the Rays have a really good bullpen too, but I still take Chicago's bullpen over the Rays bullpen. Um, even though statistically speaking, this year the Rays bullpen has been better. But I still like the additions that Chicago had at the off off season or uh, in the uh, middle of the season at the trade deadline when they went out and they got uh, Kimbrel. I I think okay. Chicago overall is the best team. They they've had a rough year getting injuries throughout, having guys uh, go go on the injured list. The starters haven't seemed to like been able to have the same rotation, but they're getting healthier. And they looked damn good yesterday in Cleveland. They came with a purpose to win that first game and clinch the American League Central for like the first time since 2008. And they hit four home runs in the first two innings. They wanted it, and they want this. I think they are the best team. What am I going to do with you? Okay. In the American League... White Sox are tough. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I have a wild card team making it. Um, making it to the World Series. And their socks are not white. Man. Uh, <clears throat> you, you, um, you have one of the toughest bullpens in Boston. You have hitters in Boston. There's just, I, I, I think in the end, they're more going to be able to go deeper into a game than Chicago with their starting pitching. Mm. That's where I disagree. Hence the fact that I think I think, well, first off, I'm also going to say, I think the Yankees are not going to make it to the wild card. So you've got Toronto in I have Toronto. Toronto and Boston in the wild card. I mean, see, that makes sense because New York is – New York plays Boston and then Toronto. Mm -hmm. So New York's controlling their own destiny. So, I mean, if they don't make it, that's on them. That's on them. That's uh uh they're playing Boston tonight. That's gonna be a good game. Uh, but I think Boston is the better team. And that's actually gonna hurt or it's actually gonna help Toronto because Toronto's playing mini Minnesota this week. Uh or they're they're in the series with Minnesota right now. I I, I don't think Minnesota has enough to uh to take Toronto out again. Um, anyways, with that, Tampa Bay Rays, very tough team. That bullpen is solid. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if Tampa Bay could beat Houston or Chicago, though. That's the thing in a series. And in the end, I think Boston's just gonna just going to come in and uh, and sweep them i mean boston's going to probably end up playing chicago or houston right 
I don't I I I would assume that Boston makes the postseason because after New York they have the Orioles and the Nationals. Right. So they have the easier schedule out of the teams because I mean, but the Blue Jays they have a they, they don't have the the uh, the toughest schedule. They've got the Twins four games in a row. So and they did they lost the first one. But Toronto is going to be okay. I think Toronto is going to pass New York. New York's end of the season schedule is tough, which helps Toronto out. I think Toronto is going to end up taking it, but the Boston Red Sox will be in the world series with the San Francisco with the San Francisco giants. I don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see that. The Giants could make it. I don't see the Red Sox, man. I just don't yeah. see the Red Sox. They don't do it for me. Um, Have been hot lately, though, at the right time. So give them that. You know, I, it's, it's a, I think part of it is that I just can't stand Chicago. <laughs> I've just learned. I've just. I've just embraced it. They're the best team. Ever since the Cubs, mm. any Chicago team. Nope, nope. nope. And that's another. Th- that's another thing. I think I lean. I think I lean White Sox. I favor White Sox. I went to Chicago. Remember, not too long ago. And uh-huh. when I got there, I said, "All right, I got to get a Chicago hat. I got a White Sox hat." I walked around Chicago wrapping the White Sox hat, sticking it to the Cubs fans. That. that I'm right there with you. Anyway, I know it's AL Central, but man, you got to take the, the the Sox over the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to take the Sox over the Cubs, but you got to take the Red Sox. Boston's a much better city. Trust me, I've been there. It's another place there. I haven't been actually. What do you got going on this weekend? Anything good? Uh. Yeah, tonight I'm going to travel with the Maslin Tigers. They're going to go on the road and try to avenge a loss from last week against St. Ed's. They play uh, Austin Town Fitch in Youngstown tonight. You can uh, hear me on the play-by-play call on Q92radiosports.com. Q92radiosports.com. That's 7 o'clock. Um, pre-game will be 6.30 Eastern. Uh, that's going to be an electric game. Week six, high school football. You know it. You 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 know Stark County football is is very electric. Not oh, going to yeah. be in Stark County, but the Maslin Tiger faithful will travel well, and I'm excited for that. Tomorrow, uh, college football going to kick back. I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy Notre Dame's playing Wisconsin. Uh, a night capper. We've got Ohio Ohio State and Akron. So you know, Akron, you know, 20 minutes up the road from me. Going to uh, they're not going to win the ball game, but I'm I'm actually looking forward to watching that game. You know, it's interstate. a beautiful stadium, though. Yeah, it is. The game's going to be played in Columbus. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a trip down there. Who knows? Sunday, obviously, the best day of the entire year is NFL Sunday. That is just my bread and butter. That is what I love. What I wake up for. That's what I. What's what I do. So the NFL, I can't wait. Go Browns and that Chiefs. That Chiefs Chargers game. That Chiefs-Chargers game is the same time as the Browns game, so I'm going to have to record the Chiefs-Chargers and go back and watch that one. Mm. 
All right. For me, I will. Uh, un- unfortunately, I won't be listening to you, Burley. Sorry. Uh, my Medina Bees mm-hmm. are playing Euclid tonight. Um, the Medina Bees at this point in time are 5-0. and Quarterback, Drew Aller was actually on the elite 11 team for the nation. Six foot five. This kid is incredible. He's going to be pro. He's he'll be playing for Penn state next year. Saddens me that he picked Penn state. Uh, But the kid's incredible to watch with that. I will be not watching the game. I'll be listening to it uh, online. And uh, I'm I'm hoping for my my battling bees to go undefeated this year. They've uh, maybe see them in the playoffs over at Q92. I do believe you may be calling that game. Uh, I don't see anyone else like they have Solon and Mentor, and those two teams are usually tough. Um, but. That's really it. They're going to play Brunswick. They always beat Brunswick. They're going to play Lorraine. They always beat Lorraine. I think you're going to end up seeing the the Medina Bees back in in the the state championship. And I swear, if they are, you better record that. <laughs> better record that and send it to me. Because I definitely want to hear the fact that the Battling Bees have taken the state championship. But I don't know if they'll... I don't know. That quarterback's It'll be interesting tough, to see. That, oh, that, I know. I read about them. I don't haven't gotten the chance to cover them. Um, but once we get in the playoffs, yeah, there's a, a good chance we may be able to go cover the, uh, the, uh, the Bees. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Coach Laird has done a great job with the kid. Uh, uh, I know coach Laird's brother, uh, his brother went to high school with me in Medina. Anyways, on that note, I think it has been long enough. I need to get out of here and, uh, go buy my lottery tickets for that $500 million. It's time for a uh, nap for me. So. <laughs> well, go enjoy your nap for 45 minutes. All right, man. I will talk at you guys later. Uh, this is Ben Burley and the fan on the Cleveland sports network. Don't forget the Burley Gunner show every morning and every evening at five o'clock, we do a different show all week long. Have a good night, everyone. I will catch you all later. Go Browns.